0: What's going on guys? Ace Fowl over here, CEO and founder of FMO Media. I have my man Yusuf over here. Uh, we're excited to have him on the show. Uh, he's from Buckingham Mortgage and uh, he's actually uh, out of Virginia, but he got his hands in quite a few different states. So we actually want to just pick his brain a little bit on, you know, where we are in the current market, where we're going. So he can whip out his crystal ball and talk a little bit about that um, and really just get to know him a little bit more. But uh, Yusuf, I always like people to start off just by just you know, talking about you know how you got into the industry, your background. Who are you? What's Buckingham about? Um, and really, just kind of start right there before we dive into some deeper questions.
1: Actually, Buckingham was—it's a family com- family-owned company. My dad started it back in the '90s, hmm. uh, grew the company, was very successful, and so around 2013, uh, I, I basically took over the reins at that point. Um, and so, I've been around since I was a little kid in the mortgage industry. I know it really well inside and out. So yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's still to this day. It's basically a family-owned company. I'm the one in charge, but dad is still involved. Mom on the outside is involved. Brother who has nothing to do with the company. We still make family decisions. So uh, that's uh, it's definitely still feels like it's a family-owned company.
0: That's 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 interesting. That, that's one of the things I was going to say. Most people don't roll out of bed and say, "Hey, I want to be a you know loan officer." But you, uh, (laughs) you, you you got the pressure. It's like the family business. It's it's
1: possible that I didn't have a choice, but I like to think that I had a choice.
0: Yeah, (laughs) sure, sure. That's really cool, though. At the same time, so you really know the industry, then? Yeah, yeah. I've been
1: involved since I was six years old. Yeah, I've been around loan officers, processors, all Mm -hmm. these things since. You know, I've seen the industry change four or five different times. So. You know, maybe as an adult now, I know it differently, but yeah, I've been around it my whole life.
0: Let's talk about that, right? Because obviously the market has shifted and, you know, there's cycles and all that. So, uh, why don't we talk a little bit of just kind of about where we currently are right now and, uh, you know, what maybe where you believe we're going? I know nobody really knows, right? But Uh, where do you think we are right now as a market? You know, how high do you think interest rates are going to go? Just if you can guess, guess, everybody has, no one's perfect, (laughs) because it's it's a matter of opinion, of course. Um, And where do you think we're, do you think we're coming down in six months, a year? What do you think, how how do you think it's going to impact the market? Just any and all insight. I'm sure I can picture you and your dad at the kitchen table, eating probably talking about this stuff. So uh, we
1: talk about it every day. (laughs) And obviously, just like you said, everyone has their opinions. He has his, I have mine. (laughs) Sure. sure. uh, For someone like him, who's been in the industry for over 30 years, he has you know, he likes to, to brag about that. But yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, we're still in a trend where I think we're, we're going to see the interest rates rise. Just how high I'm not too sure. I think that I think it's we have a little bit higher to go. And I think yeah. it's going to be on that upward trend till the end of the year, slowly. Um, and then after that, I think it will we'll hit a peak and I don't think we'll see one of those low, low refi markets for around four years, four to five mm. years, I think. Um, mortgage industry is cyclical. So it's, it's, there's going to be waves, ups and downs, and it's just something we can't avoid. It's, in some ways, some mortgage companies, they, they prefer that that cycle exists, mm. It creates business for down markets as well. Um, you know, people with higher interest rates, eventually there'll be a refi boom, which will be good for the industry. Uh, so, you know, it's not the end of the world, it's just, it just means it's higher interest rates for the time being. Eventually people will take advantage of those lower rates like they did just for the last two, three years. Yeah. And um, it'll be something that we'll be looking forward to uh, helping our clients with when that time comes around.
0: Which makes sense, right? D- different products for different times of the market, right? And uh, Exactly. So- so if you had if you had a guess, you know, I was on with somebody uh, just yesterday and he was like, I think it'll go up to like eight. And then he's like, and I think it will drop back down to four in the next uh, two years. You know, everybody has their own different. Um, and it's like, is that because it's always the best time to buy, right? Because it's like, mm-hmm. hey, if, if, if I buy a house now and it is going to keep going up, then technically right now is the best time to right buy. Now right now is always yeah.
1: the best time to buy because in my opinion- the interest rate will come back down eventually, and you can take advantage of that, but that equity that you're going to gain over those couple of years is more important than that little bit of that interest difference that you might lose out on because of yeah. the interest rate. The equity is going to go up, you know that's just mm-hmm. real estate runs this country, and that's something that just every everybody needs to to understand and maybe learn a little bit about yeah, but yeah, back to the rates, eight is where I've been saying, I think the highest it'll go um. Mm. You know, inside our company, we have these discussions, and seven, seven and a half eight is you know that ballpark. I mean it's a big ballpark to just mm-hmm. kind of say it's between seven and eight um, and I do think it'll come back down to the mid fives within the next two years. Uh, but I think that big refi boom that comes down to the threes again, I think we're looking at that's four or five years away
0: got it, got it Understood. it. Yeah. And, and what ch- what changes have you seen um you know you being in the Virginia market and being in different markets, right? What's some major changes you've seen over the past two, three years in in your market specifically?
1: So the price increase, so the value of homes have skyrocketed over the last couple of years. Um, That was one major thing. But one thing I've noticed in just the last two months is actually a program shift. So about 10, 12 years ago, ARMS was a big, big product. The Interest rates were really strong for the ARM product. And we're seeing the ARM product come back, but in a different way. We have some lenders that actually have a six-month ARM, and it's very low. I mean, the the base rate is in 1.99. So now there are limitations with that. You know, every six months, things change. Um, But still, for some borrowers, that makes a lot of sense. Mm. you know, a jumbo loan, million dollar, maybe two million dollar property or loan amount. You're saving a lot of money by by doing that six month arm product. Sure. So we're seeing a lot of customers taking advantage of that. And the arms will get strong again. You know, when these markets, when they hit this, uh, this part of the trend, the arm mm-hmm. products come back into play.
0: Yeah, that was, that's something I was going to ask you if you see like the shift in just like, you know, there's obviously different loans for different people, different things. Yeah. right? So, so what, what's the main shift you're seeing right now, maybe from just 12 months ago to now, or is, is there a specific product that, that is available or you see more of happening? Like, right. Like refine, no one's refinancing right now. Right. Like, yeah, like obviously
1: refine Yeah. Purchases are still going strong, surprisingly, yeah. um, which is nice to see that, you know, like I was saying earlier that it shouldn't really matter because of the interest rate, mm-hmm. because the equity you're gaining is more important in my opinion. So yeah. Um, it's ha- I'm happy to see that trend continue. It's obviously slowing down, but the biggest thing, like I said, in, for the programs is that shift from the 30-year fix to mm. now arm products. Got it. ARM products, because of the market, are now a little bit stronger than the 30-year fixed. So we're seeing a lot of a lot of our clients, especially in this specific area, the Vienna, McLean, Potomac, Maryland, that DC area, we have a lot of jumbo clients. Um, and they're taking advantage of these, of the arms.
0: Got it. And, and shifting gears, you know, someone who's grew up in the industry, uh, use uh, you know, and I don't know, maybe you have, maybe you haven't, right. I, I, a lot of people coming out of their best year or two of their life. Uh, have you had any friends or family or just people who are like, man, I gotta, I gotta get into this industry because everybody's crushing it right now. Like, like, like what? what are maybe some words of advice or what have you, have you seen a whole wave of new LOs kind of come to the table over the past year or two? And, and um, you know, what advice do you have for people kind of coming in year one year two that maybe, cause you've lived it your whole life, which is, you probably, you're going to forget more than most people will know in a lifetime. Right. So, so <laughs> but why, do, why don't, why do we talk a little bit about that uh, of what you've seen and uh, maybe the rise of people coming into the industry and normally what people would struggle with, with, which is, you know, everybody's a scenario on how you win might be a little different, but what's yeah. your strategy or recommendation you give to maybe a brother or sister or a friend just getting in the industry right now?
1: Right. So actually, yeah, we've seen hundreds of people joining, right? So whether it's a mortgage loan officer or a processor, the market was so de- demanding that every majority of mortgage companies were growing because the sheer number of people looking For homes was was very high, so loan officers, the number of loan officers were growing. We personally grew um, exponentially over the last couple of years, Um, and so yeah, one of the things that you know you you brought up uh, struggles for the beginners. Mm -hmm. I think it's it's just a confidence thing. To be honest, everyone wants to make money because they know that there's you know being in this industry, real estate, mortgage, financial professionals. There's, there's a lot of money to be made. It just depends how much time you have or time you're willing to put in to make it. The more I always tell everybody the same thing. The more you put in, the more you'll, you'll get out. It's very mm. simple. You've heard that saying everywhere applied to everything, but it's, it's very true because if you put in an hour of work in this industry, you're going to get an hour's worth of pay. Yeah, If you put that's in bad. a whole day of work, or somehow if you're managing to put in two days of work in one day, <laughs> then you're going to get that result. And so Mm -hmm. the people that we've seen last over the last couple of years are kind of enter and then stick with it and spend that much time and that effort, learning the products and learning the guidelines and the laws to make sure that they're protecting the bars. Those are the people that have really succeeded over the last couple of years.
0: And what would you, what would you say is the big separator, right? Like, Uh, You know, like what's the difference between Buckingham, you know, compared to the other guy down the block? You know, like what, what are you, what are you, what have you and your dad kind of set up to make people very attractive? You know, to to you guys. So I think,
1: to be honest, I think it's that one thing you just alluded on is it's a family-owned business, right? Mm -hmm. So I mean, if I showed you a video of my office, it looks like a corporate office, and it is. We are, you know, we have all the security measures that -hmm. any corporate bank would have. We take all everything very seriously make sure all the loan officers are up to date with regulations and know everything to protect the borrowers. But at the same time, when you come to us, we're going to take care of you. Like it's family, you mm-hmm. know, even within the company, we take care of the employees and we don't, we don't treat anybody like it's uh, you know, anyone's better or worse than anybody else. Everyone's treated equally. Everyone's treated fairly. We look out for ourselves, but we're looking out for the borrowers at the same time. So if our, if our loan officers and processors know that we're looking out for them, we hope that they'll look out for us and we hope that they'll look out for the customers because all in all it helps everybody
0: got it and i love that right it's a was it uh people don't people don't buy buy into the business right they buy into the people right so it's yeah. like hey i want i want to work with yusuf because he worked with my boy and he got him he got him the, he, the dude's credit was shot he always could yeah. he jumped through so many hoops to get him qualified yeah, exactly like, yeah work with him. so so that's huge right going the extra mile um, I was going to say, me. I, I came from New York and I, I just moved out of North Carolina about a year ago. And okay. I probably have had, I don't know, between friends, family, and some employees that came down this way, probably 30 plus people have moved down here in the past <laughs> year. And uh, a lot of people who, and this may be something you're seeing in your, in your market also, a lot of people who thought they were going to be renting their entire life, you know and up North now we are venturing down South. Right. So, so, and uh, they don't know FHA and all these things. Like they, they have no clue about any of it. Right. They're like, wait, I got 20 grand in my bank and I've been working too. They they have no idea they can buy a house because they have these crazy ideas. They've never, never been trained. Their parents never told them about this type of stuff. So um, for people coming down into the, into the market, maybe you could just go over kind of what you've seen. Right. Like, like, you know, and and for some, maybe even listen to this, it could be like, Hey, like, I got a 650 credit score and I got 20 grand in the bank, but they don't realize they can qualify for something right now. <laughs> you know, maybe you can talk to a little a, a little bit of some of that, right? And and um, maybe you've seen a lot of that market, maybe you haven't. I don't know. Maybe the person who got, got let go during COVID and then they've only had a job for a year now, but they have some money put away and they have a you know a, a decent credit score and they don't know. They don't know, they think they have to stay in the big cities, like you know, why why should they migrate to Virginia and give you a call? You know, like uh what, what's in store for that guy? You know, so maybe you could just walk through some of the different scenarios or different uh, you know, uh, packages or, or, uh, platforms that you'd have for them, the product. That, that right. right, right. So
1: to be honest, one good thing is that we have, we literally do FHA, we do VA, we do USDA, we do commercial, we have, we're literally a full, full shop mm-hmm. here. So we do a little bit of everything. We even go non-qualified mortgages. So people who self-employed who don't report their tax, you know, don't report the taxes the same way. Or, you know, they're reporting a quarter of what they really are, are would be making, right? Yeah. Um, so we, we have bank statement programs. We have asset programs. So we have a little bit of everything for everybody. So someone who goes down to, who has a 590 credit score for FHA, you know, like you were just talking about, yeah. a lot of people have come to us saying, oh, I'm looking to buy a house actually next year because I'm working on my credit. This actually just happened. I have a 600 credit score, and so I said, "What's the other reason other than the 600 credit score that you're waiting?" Or is it a personal thing? Or she said, "No, I just assumed that you know at 600 it can't be done." Mm. I said, "Let's you know, let's let's work on the file a little bit. Let's see what's going on. If there's anything else, but if that's the only case, I just want to let you know we can do that." So turns out everything else is fine. There was just you know she had a little bit of a credit history with. Uh, a few years ago, cleared that up. Um, It wasn't anything that was going to stop the loan process and we were able to get her in a place in 90 days. Wow. It took her a while to find something because obviously everybody was outbidding everybody. And so I think she lost a few uh, uh, on that. But other than that, that was her not knowing was probably the biggest reason that she didn't reach out to somebody before. Mm. And I think like you were saying, there is that lack of just, I don't want to say lack of knowledge or, or or understanding, but there's a lot of people just don't understand or know the what's available to them. Yeah. Even um, you know some county programs where some people can get appraisal waivers so that they don't have to pay for the appraisal, or some people get a down payment assistance program by the state. They don't know that they qualify for that, even though they, you know they've heard, Oh, I heard there's an income limitation and I think I make more than that. So I didn't, I, I didn't even think to ask about it, but yeah. actually that income limitation is, was raised three years ago and you'll be surprised how many people qualify for it. And so a lot of people don't ask the question, yeah. just what ways can I be helped?
0: Interesting. You know? And that's, and that's, it's, that's a cool story. I mean, the fact that someone like that can come to you and, and people don't know to ask, right. And they get, yeah, so a big part of your job is educating
1: the person oh, yeah. on the other end. Right? Yeah. They,
0: they don't know anything. It's like, Oh man. Yeah, even just, if it's something yeah.
1: simple, like why we pulled the credit report and, you know, we had a, a borrower who had their, they're working with another loan officer in the past. They didn't like how he was handling the situation. I think he wasn't responding to them um, in a timely manner. You know, it was every four or five days responding instead of one or two. Um, and they pulled the credit and, she was just confused and why they had to pull the credit and Mm. also why there was three credit scores now i always explain to my my clients why there's three credit scores which credit score we use and i'm always surprised at the number of people who didn't know why why that there's three credit scores and that we have to use the middle one instead of the one that they see on the, you know, the, you know, on their phone, they see yeah, credit, karma, America, like, oh, yeah. credit <laughs> yeah, karma, yeah why that we can't use that. That's not mm-hmm. accurate. It's not a hard credit poll. So just expl- showing them the, the steps A to Z and yeah. walking them through it. It's very simple for us to go through it. We don't mind, you know, I love taking that time to explain every step. Uh, and Everyone's usually very appreciative. Now there's some people who have been through the the rodeo a few times, so just explaining to them, maybe for them it's uh, it's unnecessary. But you yeah. you gauge that and you can tell.
0: Well, that's cool, and that's that's insight, right? That's you building the relationship. They feel like you're you're holding a hand through the process, so they yeah. know what's going on. That's that's cool, yeah. man. Um, shifting gears, because obviously we're you know we are a marketing company, right? So uh, shifting gears and talking a little about marketing, how have you seen uh, maybe marketing change from you being super young to kind of where you're at today uh, and the impact it's had on the industry?
1: So w- when I really got involved in the company um, was when I was maybe a teenager. At some point, I started working in the advertising mm. department um, and we were sending direct mail flyers. So I created the flyer. I created the messaging, the disclosures, everything. And that's what my job was. We had a huge, you know, great response from it. But that's what it was. It was direct mail it was in the magazines and newspapers, putting interest rates and APRs and making sure everything was correct. Um, And now, you know, we're seeing that trend where you're seeing those interest rates on Facebook and Instagram. And the beauty of it is that if, you know, 20 years ago, if we had an interest rate or a program that came out, we would have to wait, we'd have to, print it out and ship it. And three, four days at fastest, a borrower would know. Maybe that market had disappeared in those three, four days, or maybe a week before they saw it. Now, if we need a message to get across, we can get it across within the hour. Mm. Right? So we we can do blasts on Facebook or Instagram and say, hey, this program is out it's great. Everybody can take advantage of it and should, and these are the features and this is why you should call and find out more. And, you know, we can make sure that those people who are interested get, get to know that, that message. Very
0: cool. Very cool. It's all about
1: getting in front of the get in front of the market, right? Get in front of your audience. So they know you exist.
0: Right. So, uh, (laughs) and, uh, uh, wrapping things up, I do like to leave people with uh, any, uh, you know, last minute, maybe words of wisdom, advice that Yusuf may have on the world, whether it's buyers, sellers, people enter- entering the industry, just anything that's on top of mind that's just like, all right, I just want to get this this last thought out. <laughs> what yeah, do you, what actually, you,
1: got? you know, I was just talking to somebody. Uh, it's almost, some, it just hasn't left my mind. And that's why I think when you asked that, it just, it's still sticking with me. Yeah. I think a lot of people are still worried about just the mortgage process
0: mm-hmm. in general.
1: Um, and people who've been around to see that last, you know, 2008, 2007, they have a lot of hesitations and trust in the mortgage process. And I think with all the regulations in place, and also to be honest, some part of it, thank, you know, thankful to the social media world being out there, reviews and ratings being out there, just everything in there. It's a lot of the mortgage companies that might not have been up to par with the quality of service that should be delivered are now forced to do that Mm. and that's good for everybody across the board including the mortgage companies who were like us like i'm we're very proud of our the quality of service we deliver and to see other companies having to raise the bar only helps us because we don't like hearing customers coming in with a negative mindset of the mortgage process um it shouldn't be that way it should be something where they trust that loan officers are going to take care of them, make sure that they're in the right situation, the the right program, nothing is left in the dark, that they're basically having their hand held the entire time. That's how it should be. So that level of quality should be up here. So we're very proud of the quality we have, like I said. So I think with social media, being as important as it is now and very relevant, that's putting a lot of pressure on those other companies. And with the regulations that have come out by the states and the federal regulations over the last 15 years, I think that's also been really helpful for everybody. So just to see that trust in the industry, again, is I think very important.
0: It's powerful. Well, well, Yusuf, thank you for being on, uh, until next time. I know we'll have you on again very soon. Uh, make sure if you're in the Virginia area or really on the Eastern seaboard, I would just reach out to him because he's in quite a few States, (laughs) uh, (laughs) to make sure you can work with him and his family. They've been in the game a long time. They're no stranger. I'm sure they can help you out. All links will be below guys. And
1: until next time, we'll see you.